Welcome to episode 481 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or if you listen on the Trouble Minds radio network. KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and uh, rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books. You can check out over on Amazon. I have a Patreon page as well, uh, where I will put up content whenever possible. Uh, There is one episode up there now. uh, And those episodes will be available to everyone, uh, no matter what subscription tier you uh, sign up for there. And if you'd just like to make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal or Venmo, and all those links are always included in every episode description. So uh, check those out. Uh, as there are expenses in making these shows, uh, from equipment to research materials uh, to travel expenses, I'm going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this year, uh, November 4th and 5th. That is a Saturday and Sunday. Uh, The first Saturday and Sunday of November, uh, right after Halloween. And uh, I'll be going there to make recordings of myself and anyone else who wants to join me, talking all about the paranormal and experiences and thoughts and ideas. And uh, and then I'll be sharing those recordings once I get back home on uh, future shows. I will be taking those few days off after right after I get back home. So it'll be a, a week off that I basically take after... Uh, really going as much as I can here between now and then, as far as doing as many shows as possible uh, to celebrate this time of year. So, uh, And uh, that does start this week, uh, six shows a week, basically one show every day except for Fridays. And uh, that will continue from now until um, until after Halloween. So looking forward to that. And uh, I think that covers everything. So let me get to the stories here. And we'll go from there. And then uh, tomorrow I'll be reviewing more of uh, the complete books of Charles Fort. Then I have a special returning guest on uh, Thursday, if all goes uh, as planned. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, Okay, getting to the stories here. This first one says, My family inherited a mansion-like house from some older relatives. The house is vacant, but I stay there during the summer. Strange events 
particularly involving the front entrance gate, have been occurring. The gate consistently opens every night at exactly 2 a.m. Motion-activated cameras record the gate's op uh, nightly opening. At first, I thought it might be an automation glitch. Recently, I had a repair person inspect the gate system. They explained that the old gate system doesn't have an automatic opening feature. They suggested replacing the control system due to the suspected issues. Despite the old controller being removed, the gate still opened at 2 a.m. I still don't know what to make of this. And that's where that story ends. So until that very end there, um, when they mentioned that the device that was used to uh, open the gate, they, they mentioned that that device had been removed. Anyone can write, possibly write that off as some kind of a timer system, maybe, possibly, I think. Uh, but once you eliminate that confirmed guess, there we go. Uh, I'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, now, once you, you eliminate the the possibility uh, in that story of by basically taking out the mechanical parts that would uh, cause any kind of opening of the gate on their own, uh, that to me says there's something, something or someone else opening that gate. Uh, as to what that is, I don't know. I'm wondering how big the gate is, how much force it would take to open it. Uh, but that really is an amazing story once you kind of get to the end there and they point out, well, the, the device to open the gate remotely in any way is not even in there anymore. So uh, that's, that is really an amazing story there. And uh, I think that just, I think there's so many of those stories that uh, don't get shared or they get overlooked because people uh, think, well, there must be something else in there that's still doing that. And I think in some cases, maybe, but if you're taking the writer there at their word that the device was taken out and just considering the possibility that it was, that really is an amazing experience. And I wonder um, if it's a, if it's like a mansion, I wonder what else goes on on that property while that one person, while that writer stays there uh, that they may not even notice because they're not moving around the whole house possibly. Uh, but at least nothing else is going on. doesn't sound uh, bad in any way. It just sounds like there's someone that's going through those gates. The question to me is, are they coming or going? And then do they come back? So, but uh, yeah, so um, just real quick, uh, this Thursday, a couple of days from now, I'll be having Rohan, uh, also known as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast. Uh, on the show with me again to uh, cover some more uh, ghost stories from the UK, I believe is what I called the last uh, one of those episodes. So that will be great. Looking forward to that. And uh, so, yeah, and he's helping me, helping me with uh, these shows to celebrate this time of year. And uh, <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm not going to read that comment just in case there, uh, Rohan, I don't know, but um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, and also for anyone that doesn't know, as I, I always try to mention in the show, in the introduction to the show, Rohan has been helping so much with, with my show and all the other shows 
just about on the now the the radio station, uh, Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting, um, with the all the the music in between shows and all uh, <laughs> all um all all manner of uh, short pieces of music that you hear on the station. So really appreciate everything he's been doing for uh, my show and for every everyone else on the station as well. So. And yeah, uh, he says a uh, good choice not to read that out that one out loud. Uh, pro stuff, yeah, I, I try. Every once in a while, I slip up, but I do what I can. But uh, anyway, so yeah, just uh, wanted to give that announcement before I forgot and uh, about the show on Thursday. So anyway, uh, getting back to the stories here. So yeah, with that one with the gate, uh, I wonder how often that happens and people just don't even think about it or don't even look to see what's going on with gates, especially if they open and then close. In some cases, I wonder if that happens and they just figure there's something to do with technology, but in some cases, technology doesn't seem to be the answer. So getting back to the stories here, move on to the next one. This one says, this happened in a two-bedroom home in Scotland. I was around 18 at the time. My father passed away when I was 16. This happened just after midnight, this event, I'm guessing they mean. I was drifting off to sleep, but I suddenly heard two voices, one male and one female, whispering in the hallway outside my room. The voices were speaking in a language, an unfamiliar language, possibly European like German or Turkish. This was unusual because I couldn't hear outdoor noises through my bedroom door. I thought it might have been my mom watching TV or listening to the radio downstairs. But I got up and grabbed a fencing sword as a precaution. The talking continued as I approached the bedroom door. I even heard the creaking of the stairs, as if someone was on them. I prepared mentally to confront any intruders. I swung the door open, but found nothing. Everything was silent. I checked the hallway window, but no one was outside. No neighbors in sight. I went downstairs. Everything was off, doors locked, and it was still silent. The experience left me unable to sleep that night. Even now, years later, I still think about the experience, especially the consistent sound of the voices, despite no other noise during the encounter. So that's where that story ends. The uh, different languages, that's a, a, a neat detail there. Um, I wonder what that means, if that's some kind of a... Um, if they really were, I mean, I, I'd wonder about some kind of a time anomaly there. Although, uh, also, I mean, the writer heard the, the footsteps on the stairs. I wonder if the people that were out there talking, whatever realm they're in, meant to be heard or not. Um, really, uh, it's hard to tell with these kinds of stories because it doesn't seem like, I don't know, if they meant to be heard, meant for themselves to be heard, then... The question is why, especially if the writer couldn't understand what they were saying. 
but but then again, if they weren't, if they didn't mean to be heard, then what what happened? How did that happen? Uh, what conditions in the environment allowed for that for that kind of a, um, a mistake, if you will, or a situation to happen? And did they did the writer hear the footsteps of them leaving because they realized, oh, someone heard us and we didn't want anyone to hear us? And then, of course, what were they doing there? So, of course, these experiences always just bring up all kinds of questions. Uh, but uh, that's really the the voices without any sounds as the voices are talking. I've had that before. I've I've told this before uh, stories, but the story about this before. Um, luckily, I was able to understand the voices the one time I heard them here in my apartment, and it was just this older couple. Uh, as if they were passing through, like taking a walk or traveling somewhere. But I didn't see anyone. And I'm legally blind, but I do have enough vision to see people when they're in the same room. At least their outline anyway, uh, and a blur. And there was no sound except for the voices. And it sounded like they were just passing through, having a pleasant conversation. I don't remember the words now. This happened a good 16 or more years ago. When I first moved in here, uh, but um, and it just passed right through, through the front wall and window, and all the way through the apartment, and then all the way out through the back wall or window, and they were heading in the direction of a nursing home that is nearby. So, but also there's this power junction box, something or other built into the ground out in the backyard too. So, which is also a long could be along the line leading to towards the, the uh, nursing home. So I wonder if they were traveling somewhere to see someone. And again, how did they, did they not realize uh, that they were being heard? Did they even see that there was anyone here? Did they even see a building as they were passing through? Maybe to wherever they're at, there was no building or it was empty. Uh, all these things, it's hard to, hard to know wh how and why all this happened. So, so yeah, uh, I wonder how often those kinds of experiences happen, and again, how often they get written off. Uh, but uh, especially in places where there's, where there's all kinds of people. I've, I've heard this before from, um, on different shows and, and different um, podcasts and things. Where people would um people that had that lived in in buildings or houses with a lot of other people with families or whatever, they would have what they thought were kind of odd experiences uh, at the time, but then write it off as oh it must have been any number of whoever was the people that were there, but then as situations change maybe as kids grow up and move out, they would have those experiences still. But there wouldn't be as many people in the in the house or the building, and that's when they'd start to wonder: Was this is this paranormal, and were we having experiences years ago without even realizing it? And again, I had that in a similar way with my kitchen uh, cabinets, my cupboards. I uh, Logan, my cat, does like to every once in a while check out the the kitchen cupboards. And she'll just sort of stick her head in, in um, like, in between. The doors are not, like, latched shut. They're basically just wood. 
and that you can push them open easily. And I've caught her before doing that, so I know that she does that sometimes. Uh, just kind of nudges the door open a little bit and then look in there and then pull her head out and then the door closes and makes a, th a soft thump. Well, one day I was, um, I was, I heard that and I was about to tell her to stop and I looked down as I was talking and she was laying right next to me. So someone else or something else, and I, I'm, I wonder if it was my, the ghost cat that stops by here once in a while. And either way, it wasn't her making the cabinet doors open and close. So uh, really amazing. Uh, and it just makes me wonder how many times over the years when I wasn't paying attention to where Logan was at, how many times was it her and how many times was it someone else? So looking back to the chat here, uh, Rohan says, are the reverse where uh, I knew a family all used to see an Indian mask on the wall at night at nighttime, but only mentioned it when they got older on a holiday. There was never actually a mask in their house, but they all saw it and never said anything until that one time. Wow. Yeah. True. That's an amazing story in and of itself. Wow. Huh. Yeah. It's really, and, and I think sometimes there's that response, that sort of confusion or fear that happens at the moment. And so maybe you can't easily talk about it or think about it when it's happening. And then that's when conversations like Rohan just described there happen after the fact and the whole situation uh, <laughs> becomes even more creepy and or amazing uh, in there. In that 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 uh, example, so yeah, um, but yeah, so I think that's uh, that's enough for talking about that story there. I think I better move on here uh, to the next story here. Let me see. Uh, I gotta scroll down. I think yeah. Okay, this one says, throughout my life, I am 19 years old years old as of now. I have had many psychic and paranormal experiences. In early September of 2022, my close friend D and I were visiting. We decided to sit in a baseball field near our homes to enjoy the summer sun and talk and take pictures. The field was empty with a small uh, skate park behind it. Or behind D, I'm sorry, and a playground connected to a slightly woodsy hill on our left. We were sitting at the far end of the field, close to the hill. At around 5 p.m., the area was silent except for a slight breeze and the sound of birds. As we were talking about D's senior year, I don't know if they mean in college or high school, uh, the the oh, I'm guessing high school. Anyway, the world suddenly went silent. I heard a woman's voice whispering directly in my ear, saying, I run. The two words there, I run. At the same time, Dee experienced the same phenomenon with a man's voice saying the same words. And we both felt like time slowed down. Excuse me. Dee and I were shaken up. We had identical 
uh, facial expressions and confirmed that we both heard something strange. We packed up and left within five minutes. We discussed the incident for hours and searched for information online, but couldn't find an explanation. We have experienced other paranormal and spiritual events together, and now we wonder if there was a connection. I'm still looking for information from others who may have had a similar experience. And that's where that story ends. And uh, it sounds like one or more people or entities were trying to uh, communicate with them. That really uh, is an amazing story there. I wonder what the significance of those words is. Uh, I run. And, and I wonder, was it more about the entities that were talking? Or was it more about the, the, the people having the experience, the writer and their friend? Or all of it together? Uh, it seems like it was very... It, I don't I have a hard time thinking that was just a random thing where they overheard something. It seems like it was very much uh, uh, an experience that was directed towards them, at them. So I have no idea what that was. But the fact they heard uh, different voices, one heard a woman and one heard a man, uh, say the same thing, sounds like at the same time. I really wonder what that's about. I wouldn't be surprised if years from now, years down the line, they something else, something happens in their lives that uh, they makes them think back on that experience, and they uh, they think, oh, that's what that was about. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens to them. Uh, I don't know what that what that. Uh, information would be or what would do that but i wouldn't be surprised if that happens so uh but let me see if i can squeeze in let me see here one more story here um all right i'm gonna do this one try to do it fast a friend and i went stargazing in a remote mountain town in british columbia canada we drove about nine miles outside of town and parked on a dark remote dirt road surrounded by close forest. It was around 10.30 p.m., and the darkness was intense, making it hard for one, uh, for, for our eyes, I'm just gonna, sorry, hard for our eyes to adjust. I started setting up my SUV with blankets and pillows while my friend was outside taking videos and pictures of the stars. They had sparklers and lit them up. Suddenly, I heard an unidentifiable, I can't say that word, sound, and asked my friend to turn off the music. But my friend said that they didn't have any music on at the time. We both fell silent and listened to a woman's disembodied voice, singing a steady melody, which sounded close. We heard no footsteps or background music, only singing. I felt an extreme sense of panic and quickly jumped to the front seat of the car. My friend was calm, but con uh, confused and curious. I closed the uh, hatch of the car and turned the vehicle around to shine the bright lights 
in the direction where we heard the singing. However, there was nothing there. We expected to encounter the woman or an animal, but found nothing. And uh, that's where I'm going to stop it there. It's basically the end. Um, sorry about the cutoff there. Maybe I'll uh, save that and continue that next time. But um, And then talk about what it could have been. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.